Our topic today is sold out to the gospel. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the power of your word. Your word that is life, your word that is spirit. Thank you that I speak as I'm led of the spirit of God. Thank you for utterance, for in him I live, move, and have my being in you, Holy Spirit. I record this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen. Sold out to the gospel in the reading from Second Timothy 2, 4, NET. No one in military service gets entangled in matters of everyday life. Otherwise, he will not please the one who recruited him. No one in military service gets entangled in matters of everyday life. Otherwise, he will not please the one who recruited him. When Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, Mark 16, 15. It was a charge given to every Christian. You had to take the gospel to your world and the regions beyond. He also made us know it certainly would, wouldn't just be a walk in the park. In 1 Corinthians 16.9, Paul said, A great and effectual door for the spread of the gospel was open unto him, but there are many adversaries. In 2 Timothy 3.12, he said, Yeah, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. None of these, however, dampened his zeal or impeded his passion for preaching the gospel. So regardless of the sure persecution or the adversaries that were against him, his zeal was not impeded his outreaches his um his intentionality for the gospel was not impeded by the many circumstances that he faced that were against him all right it should be the same with you preaching the gospel is a job we must do come what may that's why Paul said in Acts twenty twenty four, but none of these things move me, neither can I my life dear unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. This was Paul's resolve. The statement was his response to those who tried to stop him from going to Jerusalem to preach because of the persecution he was sure to face. He had said in the preceding verses, 22 to 23. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Yet he was undeterred. In chapter 21, verses 10 to 11, a certain prophet named Agabus prophesied how Paul would be imprisoned in Jerusalem and delivered to the Gentiles. As a result, the other disciples prevailed on Paul not to go to Jerusalem. In fact, they wept. But here was Paul's inspiring response. What mean ye to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. This was his mindset all right whatever come may he was still gonna go and preach the gospel acts 21 verse 13 and that is what we are to be inspired to do that regardless of the situation that you stay yourself on the word and you'll stay yourself on the commandment to go ye and make disciples how committed are you to the spread of the gospel of jesus christ this is no game it desires and demand our putting in everything, including laying down our lives if we must. Christ desires it all. Therefore, let others be stirred by the urgency, passion, and conviction with which you preach the gospel. All right, let others be stirred 
by your passion and conviction, we ought not to be lagging in zeal, but we ought to be fervent in doing all these things. And we can only remain fervent and afire by the Holy Spirit, all right? So that we may live a life that is totally sold out for the gospel. And this life is only made possible by the Lord of Harvest, and his name is the Holy Spirit. We'll take the confession in the Father's study. I am an ardent soul winner. My passion for the Lord and the spread of the gospel is unrivaled. I inspire others with the passion, urgency, and conviction by which I live and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Father study, you'll read 1 Corinthians 9, 16 to 17, Acts 20, 22 to 27. Yes, I'll repeat. 1 Corinthians 9, 16 to 17 and Acts 20, 22 to 27. Shalom, God bless you. And I'll see you again tomorrow for hashtag wake up with diaries of a girl in love with Jesus. Remember our topic today is sold out for the gospel. Shalom. All right. Our topic today is traveling in prayer for the nations. Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Psalms 2 verse 8. The message translation of our theme verse says, What do you want? Name it. Nations as a present, continents as a prize. I first came across this verse when I was 15 years of age and I prayed to the Lord according to this scripture. In response, the spirit of the Lord said to me, I've given you the nations. This is Pastor Chris speaking. At that tender age, I was concerned about the abysmal state of the unbelievers in the nations of the world. They are in spiritual darkness and alienated from the life of God. They are hopeless and without God in the world. So I got the world map, the atlas, and many times I'd place my hands on it, speaking and prophesying over the nations of the world and over men's lives. I traveled in prayer for the needy people of the world. I'd pray and cry, broken before the Lord. Oh, how I wept in prayer for the nations of the world. Ever since, I knew that not one nation could shut its doors against me. Today, the Lord is doing many great things through us in the nations of the world. When he asks, ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. He's talking about the souls of men, impacting them with the gospel and the righteousness of God. That's what the apostles did, and it's what we must do today. And nothing can stop us, all right? Then Paul, when Paul preached the word in Ephesus, there was a lot of resistance, of course, but it wasn't enough to stop the work of the gospel. The Bible says, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed, Acts 19.20. The key to this kind of result is travailing in prayer. Travailing prayer for your nation, city, town, school, place of work, it is. And surely the word of God will grow mightily therein and prevail. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So intentionally, Take time to travel in prayer for your environment, all right, for your place of work, all right, for the nations of the world, all right, for your church, for your ministry, all right, just take it up to the Lord in prayer, all right. Father, study, you read First Timothy 2, 1 to 2, and Jeremiah 29, verse 7, and also Ezekiel 3, verse 17. Alright, Shalom, God bless you, and I'll see you again tomorrow for hashtag wake up with diaries of a girl in love with Jesus. Shalom.
All right, and we proceed. Our topic today is a lesson in obedience, Sunday, 13th November 2022. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Philippians 2 verse 8. In Luke 3.38, when you study the genealogy of Adam, he was called the Son of God. So if the first Adam was the Son of God, and the second Adam, Jesus Christ, is the Son of God, what's the difference between the two sons of God? The answer is in the parable that Jesus gave in Matthew 21.28-31 of two sons. The father told the sons to go work in his vineyard. The first son assured his father that he'd go, but he didn't. He disobeyed. The, co- the second son told his father he wouldn't go, but he went. Jesus then asked which of these two sons obeyed his father. Clearly, the obedient one is the one who actually did his father's will, through, though initially refusing to do so. Now, in the Garden of Gethsemane, In the final moments before Jesus was arrested to be crucified, he prayed earnestly, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Luke 22, verse 42. Jesus didn't want to do it, but he did it anyway. All right, he did anyway. So our theme verse says of Jesus, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Jesus' exaltation came because he was obedient unto death. But the failure of the first Adam was his disobedience. We know how all that happened. The Bible says, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by one, by the obedience of one shall many be made rushes. Romans 5.19, how wonderful. By the disobedience of one, many became sinners. Also, by the obedience of one, many are made rushes. Glory to God. Had the first Adam obeyed, the second Adam wouldn't have been necessary. So the difference between the first Adam and the second Adam was obedience. One obeyed, the other one disobeyed. Obedience is very important. It pays to listen to God and follow his ways. Being born again, we are born in the nature of the second Adam, Jesus Christ, and we have his obedient spirit. Hence, in First Peter 1.14, we are called his obedient children, Walk therefore in this nature of Christ in you and please the Father always. So the nature of obedience is already in us. All right. So it's us to align ourselves to that nature of obedience. In all our ways, we may please the Father just as Jesus did. That said, we'll take the Father's study. First Samuel fifteen twenty two, First Peter one fourteen, and Proverbs eight ten. I'll repeat. You'll read first Samuel fifteen twenty two, first Peter one fourteen, and Proverbs eight ten. Shalom, God bless you, and I'll see you again tomorrow. For hashtag wake up with daddies of a girl in love with Jesus. Shalom. All right, so repeat this after me. Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart. In Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Congratulations, you are now a child of God. And if you've said this prayer, prayer please reach out to me. You can email me at felistachrist.gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Darius of Agali in Love with Jesus. Or at on Twitter at felistachrist. Facebook, felistachrist. Yeah, TikTok, uh, felistachrist. Um, shalom. God bless you. I'll see you again tomorrow for hashtag wake up with Darius of a girl in love with Jesus. Shalom and congratulations.